everyone and welcome to another episode of Plugged In with Kay. I know it's been a while since I've been on here. I know it's been a while since I just had the time to just sit down and get on my podcast and be transparent and everything. And um, I'm just going to say that right now, um, I'm grateful for this moment. Um, right now, I'm not only just on the audio recording over here with my mic, I am also on back on Facebook Live, which is something that I've been, you know, kind of hiding from lately. I've been kind of hiding from it, I'm not going to lie, but, um, you know, when when God tells you to do something, you got you to gotta do it. So, um, this is me back here again, y'all. So, um, before we get started, if you're watching on Facebook, make sure you comment um, share it, because um, like I said, I'm never here to, for myself. I'm here to help um, others, you know, however God leads me to. Not saying that I'm just, you know, the best person in the world, but, you know, God called us to be helpers one to another. So if I can help anyone, like people have helped me before, you know, go ahead and share it, things like that. Um, make sure, and if you're listening um, on the audio, we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Woo! So, um, if y'all want to just listen to this again and again and again, um, it'll be there under my um, podcast name, Plugged In With K. So, this is Season 2, Episode 3, and um, I've been, like I said earlier, I've been avoiding getting on my podcast lately, simply because of the things that I have been like going through and the walk that I've been with Christ at the moment. So... The title of this episode is, In the Meantime, What to Do When You're Waiting on God. And for me, that is like a tremendous topic. Um, How I came up with the topic was I was doing devotionals. Um, Shout out to uh, my mentor, my spiritual mentor in uh, our devotional group. Such a wonderful group of young ladies that I'm in. Um, But shout out to them. And I remember um, doing a devotional. And... Um, it said something about in the meantime while you're waiting on God and that like struck me that like got in my spirit and it's been there for like the past two weeks and I was like okay God what why is he here and it was like okay really had to sit back and think about okay why um why am I dealing with this every day why does it keep coming up and so then I started looking into it and studying and then you know God was like get back on your podcast and I'm like we don't know about I don't know about that but then you know I had to you know put my big girl pants on uh that's an inside joke but I had to put my big girl pants on and just really get into um get back into my place with God um you know where he had me sharing different things on my podcast so I'm going to go ahead and get started with um in the meantime so a lot of times us as followers of Christ we find ourselves in seasons of in seasons of waiting right and a lot of times you know we think of waiting as you know something bad cuz you know like when we're younger you know our parents tell us we got to wait to get this we got to wait to get that or like wait sometimes waiting can be scary cuz you know like especially like me being a college student right you take an exam and you don't know how you did on it. So then you're waiting on your professor to put the grades in. And you like nervous and jittery running all over the place. And you just like, at this point, I don't care um, until you see the grade. So, you know, waiting, you know, sometimes, a lot of times we take waiting, p- 
periods personal for the wrong reasons. And when I was uh, writing that down, I was like, wow. Because a lot of times when God has us wait for something, we see it as something negative or we see it as, okay, God don't want me to have that. But in reality, God's saying, I do, but it's some things that you have to work on in order to get it. I'm not saying that you're not going to get it. I'm saying that you have to wait for it. And there's some things in you that I need to correct. There's some things in you that I need to fix before I can just hand you what I want to give you, right? And then, so, I said, um, God, I had wrote this down. It said, God never intended for our waiting moments to be unproductive. So, what are you doing in the meantime, right? It says, what are you doing in the midst of God preparing what he has for you? Are you whining and crying like a child because you don't have what you wanted yet? Or are you working and pouring yourself out while you're waiting, right? And that goes to, like, so dealing with this topic or whatever, this has been, like, a real reflective thing for me. This is why I didn't want to get on here. I'm being honest with y'all. Because God has had me in a season where I've been waiting. And what I mean by waiting is there are things that I've prayed for things that I've been asking God to do in my life, things that I was asking God to come through on, situations I was asking God to change. And in those, and while I was asking him for that, I was waiting and expecting him to do it. And when he wasn't doing it in my time frame, I was complaining. I was pouting. I was getting in my feelings about it. But in reality, God was like, okay, why are you doing this? What are you doing that's making me want to come to you while you're waiting? And I was like, Mm, you know, okay, God, you know, we just gone. I'm just gone. You know, this is me talking to him. And I'm like, all right, I fully submit to you. I'm going to wait on you. Like Maverick City said, I'm going to wait on you. I've tasted your goodness. I've tr- I trust in your promise. So I'm going to wait on you. And then, you know, going into the Bible, going into scriptures, Lamentations 3 and 25 says, the Lord is good unto them that wait for him to the soul that seeketh him, right? So when it says in your waiting moments, you're not supposed to be unproductive, right? You're supposed to seek him in your waiting moments. And that's something that I've been learning. And I'm not telling y'all nothing that I'm not, I haven't been doing myself, something that I haven't been facing. Because this is like what is really like going on with me right now. And then also in Psalm 37, verse 34, it says, Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it, right? So the Lord is telling us to wait on him, right? Keep his commandments. Do what he tells us to do, and he will exalt us. He will give us the desires of our heart. He will give us the things that we want. But simply, we have to what? Wait. Something that a lot of us don't like doing. A lot of us, I'm not even from a lot of y'all. A lot of us don't even like waiting at the gas station. We don't like waiting in the grocery store line. We don't like waiting to get our food. We don't like waiting, period. And because we don't like waiting, when God tells us to wait, we get, you know, we get this, mm. God, I don't know what God telling me to do, but baby, I ain't finna wait for no man. That's that mentality that we have. But in reality, God is like, okay, you need to wait. I'm teaching you something. I am, you know. There's still some things that I need to work out in you. There's still, you know, some rough edges. I'm the potter. You're the clay. Can I do what I want with you? Because there's still some edges that I need to lay out. There's still some edges that I need to fix. But I can't fix them unless I have you wait. Because if you're constantly moving, you're constantly going, you can't, like, slow down for God to do what he needs to do with you. So what do you do while you're waiting? 
So while you're waiting, I um I made these little bullet points um uh, for what do you do while you're waiting. So the first bullet point is put forth some action, right? And this says, what are you doing while you're waiting? Are you complaining and allowing your faith to fail because you haven't seen it yet? Or are you still working in the kingdom until it comes to pass? And with that, that gave me, I went to the scripture, James 2 and 26. It says, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also, right? How can you say that you're waiting on God if you're not doing something while you wait? That's just like going to the hospital, right? You're going to go to the hospital, and you're going in there. You're waiting on the doctor, right? But what are you doing while you're waiting? Are you just sitting there? Are you just not doing nothing? Or are you filling out the paperwork like you need to? Are you telling them what you've eaten? Are you telling them what you're allergic to? Like, what are you doing while you're waiting? Then, along it says, so faith without works is also dead. How can you say that you have the faith to wait on God when you're not working? You're not doing nothing. You're not putting no action behind it. You're just speaking words. So, y'all, that's something that I've been working on myself. Like, okay, God, even though I'm waiting on you, I what can I do? I can still serve you while I'm waiting on you. I can still help others while I'm waiting on you. I can still do what you've called me to do while I'm waiting on you. Yeah, I may not have what I desire yet. May, yeah, I may not be where I want to be yet. Yeah you, may, yeah, you may not have blessed me with what I wanted just yet. But until I get it, what am I going to do until I get it? I'm going to keep being faithful. I'm going to keep being on my face and face in prayer with you, I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to keep moving forward and not just stay stagnant. I am going to do something to get something, right? A lot of times, you know, they say you got to work hard to get what you want, whatever. This same thing about waiting on God. You have to work hard in order to get what you're waiting for. My second bullet point is check yourself, right? It says, are you ready to have it in your hands? Have you checked your heart? Is your spirit in accordance with God? And are you spiritually mature to handle what God has for you? Right? So from there, I went to 2 Corinthians 13 and 5. But I'm going to read the NIV version for that. It says, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you unless, of course, you fail the test? Right? So what it means by are you ready to have it in your hands? If God was to go ahead and give you what you wanted right now or what you're waiting on, would you be able to handle it? A lot of times we ask God for stuff and we think that we're ready, we're ready to handle it. We think that, okay, God, I'm ready for it. Okay, God, you can give it to me. But you, he, God can't give you nothing if you still have something in your heart against somebody. If you're still broken, this was, hey, I'm talking to myself. If you're still broken, you still angry about situations um, that you're hiding, right? Because God knows your heart. God knows your spirit. He knows everything that's in you. So if you're still going through these phases of life where you still need healing, you still need processing, you still need to be, you still need to recover, why would God bless you with something that's going to mess you up in the recovery process, right? That's just like, thank you. Okay, that's just like God giving you, okay, pause. Imagine you have a wound, right? You can have an open wound right here on your body somewhere. You have an open wound, and then you try to pour something on it that's going to burn it, right? Why would you pour that on there if you're not? Pause. Fix that. Let me rephrase that because I rephrased that wrong. That's just like putting a a bandage on on a wound 
without cleaning it. Why would you put a Band-Aid on a wound without cleaning it? That's what it is when we get something prematurely from God. We're putting stuff on wounds that's not going to last. We're getting things that's not going to last. Why? Because we can get an infection because you did not properly clean it. So we need to properly clean ourselves because if we take what God gives us and what we want from God and we don't properly clean ourselves up to get it, is we're going to get infected. Why? Why are we going to get infected? Because it's going to be too much to handle. We're going to be under too much stress. We're not going to know how to manage it, and we're going to lose it like that. That's why it's important to have that. And then my third point says clean your ears, right? If you're waiting on God for your next move, for your next miracle, are you spiritually in tune to hear him when he tells you to move, right? Therefore, we must fast, pray, consecrate, and separate. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. How can you have faith to continue waiting on God if you can't hear him? What has gotten in the way for you not to hear God? What has caused you not to be able to hear him? Who has caused you not to be able to hear him? And how can you hear God if you got all this stuff around you? How can you wait on him if you can't hear him? You're waiting on him to move. You're waiting on him to do something for you. But if God tells you to step out on faith and do something or step out and tells you to make the move that you need to make, how can you make it if you can't hear him? Y'all, this is me. Hello. I'm talking to myself. How can you do that if you cannot hear him? You can't hear him. You can't go nowhere. You can't do nothing. Why? Because you got things and people around you that should not be there. And then you're sitting here wondering, why, well, God, I'm still waiting on you. And God, you ain't did it yet. But what is hindering you from hearing him? Why are you still waiting? What is going on around you? What are you entertaining? What are you letting into in and out of your house? What are you allowing to come in and out of your spirit? Right now, this is October. We all know that everybody got these spooky spirits and things like that. What are you watching? What are you entertaining? What are you seeing on social media that you're condoning? What are you getting into to where you cannot hear God? It is important for you to hear him. It is tremendously important another my next point says check your circle who do you have connected to you are they purpose pushers or purpose blockers not everyone around you wants to see you move forward some people love seeing you stagnant and doubting while you're hindered from what god has for you surround yourself with people who will pray with you and for you and not pray on you I'm going to say that again. Surround yourself with people who will pray with you and for you and not pray on you, right? Go to Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loveth at all times and a brother is born for adversity, right? This means that a true friend, a true brother, a true sister, mother, father in Christ will never let you get weary. They'll constantly encourage you. They'll constantly cover you, pray for you. Hold you accountable. Whoa, say that one again. They're going to hold you accountable. Like, ain't no giving up. Ain't no, you can't do this. Ain't no, no. They're going to put you in your place. It don't matter. Spiritually, and they're going to do it the right way. They're going to put you in your place spiritually. Why? Because you have come too far, and you've been waiting too long for you to miss what God has for you. And I'm so grateful for my my accountability pushers. 
my pastor, my mentor, my auntie. I'm I'm grateful for them. Why? Because they keep me reminded that, okay, you're waiting on something. But while you're waiting, you don't have time to be sitting here pity paddling and playing around when you are waiting on God to do something for you. You need to stay focused. You need to stay girded up. And I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for y'all tremendously. And remind you of what you're waiting and celebrate the things that God is going to do in your life. You need people that, like I said, will pray for you and not pray on you. A lot of times we have people in our circle who are praying on us while we're waiting for God. But want to know why? You want to know why you're probably waiting a little longer? Because you got people in your circle that when God bless you with what he has for you, they're going to try to make, they're going to try to manipulate you. They're going to try to control you. But guess what? You do not, they're not supposed to be around you. Check your circle. It's important. Because you, God is not going to give you what you need in the midst of people who can take it from you. So you need to be where you need to be. You don't need to be around people who are going to basically strip you of your confidence, strip you of your faith, and make you so tired that you can't see what God is doing in your life. God is going to put you around the people that you need to be around, but you need to hear him in order to know that you need to be around them and see who you need to be around. That goes back to seeing, hearing, cleaning out your ears, and checking your circle. And then my last bullet point says, change your perspective of waiting, right? Waiting isn't a bad thing. Waiting is where you're equipped and trained for what God has in store for you. Wait and push your faith and your strength on display in front of you. That's waiting makes you look in the mirror and say, okay, God, this is what I'm dealing with. Okay, God, this is where I'm struggling with. Okay, God, I'm still broken in these areas. Okay, God, I'm still need to heal from this wound over here. Okay, God, I need to move forward from this over here. Okay, God, I need you to come in and assess this situation right here. Okay, God, this is my closet and I need you to come in and move and shift some things and sweep up some stuff, right? Waiting, now like I said, waiting gives you hope, right? Because while you're waiting, you are hoping and believing with your faith that, okay, God is going to come through for me sometime or another. It may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but I know that the God I serve is going to come through for me. Therefore, you have hope. Therefore, you have joy in the Lord because you know, okay, God is going to do this for me and I'm going to be joyful, I'm going to rejoice, I'm going to be glad while he does it. And when he does it, baby, I'm going to shout Till my shoes come off. Then it says, I went to the scripture Isaiah 40 and 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint, right? Your season of waiting is not meant to hurt you. It's meant to push you closer to God. How can you handle or hold what God has in store for you when you're holding on to baggage, weight, and hurt? That's where you, your waiting season is your processing season. You're getting all that stuff out. You're ironing out all the stuff you need to work on. You're ironing out, you're ironing out everything that God needs to work on in you. Okay, God, but the thing is, you have to be honest with him. You have to tell him, okay, God, this is what's going on with me. This is what I don't want you to see, but I'm letting you in. Why? Because I know you have something greater for me coming to pass that's going to come to pass, and I need to be ready for it. I don't have time to be waiting. And it says, 
I said this. How can you hold your promises from God when you're sinking? If God gives you your promises, the promises that he said, because anything you ask for, he'll do. So if if you if God says he's going to do this for you, he's going to do that for you, it's, it's been prophesied to you and everything, how can you hold on to it when you're sinking? What do I mean by you're sinking? Well, how can you hold on to it when you're sinking in your hurt? You're sinking in your pain. You're sinking in your brokenness. You're sinking in, in, in your depression. You need God to come in and, and help you regulate some things. So how can you hold on and get when, how can God put it in your life if you can't hold on to it and maintain it? If you're not right in the right place you need to be to have it. Last, delay is not denial. You're not waiting because God has forgotten about you. You're waiting because God loves you so much that he'd rather you be truly ready I'm going to say that again. Truly ready. What truly ready means? Truly healed. Truly delivered. Truly ready to walk into your next season of life. Right? You're waiting because God loves you so much that he'd rather you be truly ready for what he has for you. Rather than you receive something prematurely that can damage you. A lot of times we get stuff prematurely. If you get something prematurely, it's God knows you can't handle it then. You have to be in the place where he knows you can handle it. Why? In your season of waiting, you, you need to take the time to prepare. Something that I've been doing is preparing myself. It has not been easy. I'm not going to lie to y'all. There have been days where I've been sitting in my room screaming, screaming to the top of my lungs, talking to God. Times where I have been on my knees and I didn't have no words to say, just straight tears. But why? It's helping me get to that point where, okay, God, I'm waiting on something. I'm in expectation for something, and I know that I have to get myself ready for what's coming. So in this season of waiting, take the time to prepare. You cannot move forward without proper preparation. So why are you waiting? Why are we waiting? Jeremiah 29, 11 lets us know that God said, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Why are you waiting? You're waiting because the end that God has for you is already expected for you to win. The end is already expected for you to win. You just have to take this time to get ready for it. You can't go into this next season of life. You can't go into your next move. You can't go into anything not ready, not prepared. Why? Because if you're not ready for it, you're going to hurt. You're going to damage yourself even more. It's important that we be ready. There's this song that, it's an old song that my grandmama and them used to sing that said, I pray we all be ready. I pray we all be ready when God start shifting seasons and bringing blessings down. I pray we all be ready so that we won't be missed, locked out and counted out or missed or miss, um, missed when God start passing out our blessings. And then we wonder why, okay, God, why why don't I have my blessing? Why didn't I get mine? It's everybody else's season. Why I ain't get mine, you know? And then we want to be like Mary Mary talking about, I'm finna go get it. But you can't go get it if you're not ready for it. You can't go get something you're not ready for. And that's, that's all that I have. I pray that this touch somebody. I pray that this helps somebody because this helped me. I've really been dealing with um, the season of waiting, even, you know, waiting on God to move, waiting on God to do things for me, waiting on God to bless me with different things, even to waiting while being a young single woman, right? It's just a lot of waiting. And I'm like, okay, God, what is it? What's going on? Where are you taking me? What is going on? But the thing about it is I had to learn. I'm learning these things. I'm walking into these things. And 
doing all of this has been preparing me for a been preparing me and preparing me and preparing me and I can see and I can feel God getting ready to do something, God getting ready to shift. I can feel God getting ready to just have his way in in not just my life but in those around me simply because I'm obedient. Simply because other people are becoming obedient. People that I'm attached to. I'm uh, like I said earlier, I'm grateful for the people who are obedient to push me. People who are obedient to cover me in prayer. People who have been obedient to just make sure that I am going where I need to go spiritually. To hold me spiritually accountable for the things that I'm going through. So I just want to say that I thank you to everyone who has supported me thus far. Everyone who is supporting me. And I just want y'all to know that I am back. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm back. God, God told me to get back, so I'm back. I'm not going to run from it too much longer. I can't run from it no more because, like I said, in the meantime, what are you doing? How can I, how can I, um, you know, not practice what, I, what I'm preaching, not practice what I'm speaking? So I just want to tell y'all, thank y'all. I know this wasn't that longer and everything, but I'm also going to have the audio on Apple uh, Podcasts and Spotify um, probably tonight or in the morning. So I just thank y'all so so much for joining me for tuning in and i pray that this blessed y'all and before we get off i just want to say a short prayer dear heavenly father god we just thank you for allowing us to see another day god god we thank you for showing up and showing out in our lives god just with giving us breath in our lungs god just for allowing us to have the activities of our limbs god for god we know that you are alpha and omega god you are the beginning and the end god so god we know that our stories god are still being written god and god even in this season of waiting god god we know that you are still victor we will still be victorious through you god god we know that you have so much in store for us God and God in order to achieve it and get it God you want us to be healed God you want us to walk in you God you want us to be who you called us to be God so God we just thank you for it all God and God we just want to say that we thank you on this day God we thank you today God God we ask that as you keep us we ask that you keep us God and hold us accountable God spiritually for the things that you are preparing us for God God hold us accountable for the things that are to come God God hold us accountable for our ministries God hold us accountable for the gifts that you've placed in within us God and God help us to come forward God help us to move in the seasons as you shift them Father God God. And God, we just say that we thank you and we praise you, God, and we give your name the praise and the glory for just being who you are, God. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank y'all so much for tuning in with me, and y'all make sure to just watch my social media for when I'll be back on. It may not be on Thursdays anymore. It may I'm just going to flow as the Lord leads me. So I thank y'all so, so much. Thank y'all for staying plugged in with K. Good night.